0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you hypnosis for weight management and how that really works. And stick around because I'm also giving away a free hypnosis guide. Hang
0: in there. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is
1: up, people? It's David Wright here, the Motor City Hypnotist, coming to you from the podcast Detroit Northville Studios. Thank you for dropping in and listening.
0: Here, as usual, with me is my producer, Matt Fox. You know, um... I'm kind of intrigued by this episode. Yes, um, because it's something that's been around for a while for me, Mm -hmm. and I thought I was doing an okay job with it. But if I can find another way (laughs) to manage, yeah, let's talk. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) So, and we're going to get into the episode in just a moment. Um, And we're going to be talking about weight management. And in a moment, I'm going to tell you why I'm not using the term weight loss. Um, But before we do that, let me tell you where you can find me. Yeah, my website. Is motorcityhypnotist.com. There you can find the podcast along with the show notes. You can find my store filled with all kinds of good stuff. You can find me on social media on Facebook and YouTube, Motor City Hypnotist, on Twitter, at Motor City Hypno, and also on Instagram, Motor City Hypno. And if you would like, you can contribute financially to the show. Uh, you can find me on Patreon under Motor City Hypnotist, and with the Patreon donations, if you guys don't know how that works, you would give a, a monthly donation, be it five bucks, ten bucks, whatever it is, and then you get stuff. You get like uh, free things. Well, it wouldn't be free because you're supporting the show, but I'd like to show my my appreciation for that by sending you a coffee mug, a t-shirt, um, early access to recordings and videos. And again, even a a plug or shout out on the podcast itself. So yeah, take a look at my Patreon page. If you want to contribute there, whatever level, I would very much appreciate it. You can also find the link for your free hypnosis guide in the show notes. That's offered every podcast episode. And again, I just uh, PDF explaining hypnosis, how it works, what it is, what it isn't. That's a PDF form. It's about a page and a half, um, and, and that's yours free. Uh, just click on the link, and that will take you to your page to claim that. And also, what probably the most important thing is wherever you're listening, whatever platform you're listening on, whether it be Apple or Spotify or wherever you're at, um, subscribe to the show and leave a review and a rating. I would really appreciate that. It just gives me better visibility, and it just helps out the show. So wherever you're listening, just take a few moments to do that. And also, you can join me each week as I co host the Psyched by MG podcast. So be on the lookout for that one as well. And I believe, whoo, I believe that is all of the plugs. <laughs>
0: Clean out your you are gone.
1: <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs>
0: pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. How do we streamline that a little bit? I well, know. I know
1: we may have to <laughs> in
0: some ways. I mean, it is a lot but, to get to, you know But to be found for <laughs> folks to really engage with uh, with you and the show, you, you know, everyone's different. So,
1: well, sure, and, and definitely, I want to. I want the listeners to know where they can find me because I, I, I mean, and social media and my website are the best places. Right. I mean, the website that's less interactive, but that's where a lot of my information is. So, if mm-hmm. you want to just read more about me or see videos or anything like that, the website's the place facebook and youtube i can interact there i can answer questions i can you know i've had i've had a lot of people subscribe to uh either my youtube channel or my facebook just with comments and questions so that that interaction is always fun perfect yeah so this episode of the motor city hypnotist podcast is brought to you by banner season online marketing is saturated and people rarely open their emails are you in sales or does your business market to customers How do you connect with family, friends, and clients? Banner Season takes your marketing into the real world by delivering kindness and thoughtfulness directly to your clients physically. Imagine the excitement of your family, friends, and customers as they receive personalized cards and gifts in their mailboxes. Go to BannerSeason.com slash fantastic and begin today to express kindness and make connections with others. So thanks so much for that. And again, just as a disclaimer, this is an affiliate link for me. It doesn't affect you, but I I do make a little bit on that. So uh, just be aware of that. I like to be up front with those things. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate it. And and for that uh, sponsorship. And it's Matt's favorite thing. Oh, here we go. Here we go.
0: Winning
1: is done. That's it. This is how winning is done. This, this is a really cool story. Um, I know Major League Baseball was our winner of the week last show. Um, that was kind of selfish on my part just because I like baseball. Some of you may not, so that's cool. But this, this is a really nice story. So the story comes from South Carolina. And I'll just, start, I'll just read the first, the first line and then I'll go through the short story here. An Amazon delivery driver left a South Carolina couple a very special delivery. Hmm. Now, right off the bat, I was worried.
0: (laughs) Well, when you started out that way. What what does that mean? special delivery.
1: (laughs) No, 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 do not listen to that man. (laughs) Carlos Pagan and his wife, Denise, have a sign posted on their door to let visitors know why they cannot answer the door. Hmm. Pagan was diagnosed with blood cancer in March. And is currently undergoing chemotherapy. Wow. Their Amazon delivery driver, Antonio, read the note posted outside, left, and returned later with another package flowers and a card with a heartfelt message. And the message was written, uh, you can't see the photo, of course, on audio, but uh, I'll I'll have the link in the show notes so you can look the actual story up. But the note was just handwritten by this delivery guy, and it said, Praying for your healing during your illness, get better, from Antonio, Amazon driver. Hmm. Carlos, who who was the gentleman with cancer, said, It really, really touched me. For him, especially after he had delivered our package to come back so he went out of his way to purchase the flowers and the card and bring it back to the house. Now, here's the thing. He didn't do it the same day. He did it a week later. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. I misread. He, he came back, but Antonio returned a week after delivering the f- cards and the flowers okay. to check in on Carlos. Oh, wow. And the two met through the window.
0: That's wild. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, you know, he's, he's, you said he had blood cancer? Yes, I thought you were going to say yes. he returned with a package of negative O, which is him, <laughs> his package, own blood. A,
1: a package of blood.
0: He's <laughs> quite pungent stings the nostrils.
1: <laughs> so the story goes on to say he wasn't delivering any packages to us on Sunday. He just wanted to make sure whoever was undergoing the cancer treatment was okay, said Denise. His eyes brightened up when he saw him and told him, I want you to know you're going to be okay and you're going to be walking soon. Carlos thanked him and told him it meant a lot to me, and he just said he had to do something, Carlos said. For someone that doesn't even know me to come to my window and say, in a couple months, you're going to be okay, you're going to be up and walking, it was just awesome what he did. What he did was absolutely awesome. So, and and you know, the funny thing about this story, it doesn't give Antonio's last name.
0: Wow, okay.
1: Yeah. So So kudos to Antonio. Antonio, the Amazon driver, is definitely our winner of the week.
0: That's how winning is done.
1: That's definitely winning, Antonio. Good for you.
0: Cough it up, Bezos. Cough it up.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So today, we're going to be talking about... Hypnosis for weight management and and I mentioned a little bit earlier in the in the podcast um, i don 't like the term weight loss. Um, there are a couple reasons for that one I, I think managing is better because because a lot of times, if the focus is just on losing weight I, I think it 's just inherently it just gives you the psychological block that I have to lose I have to lose, right. and that 's the focus. And when you manage, it's much better because you're not so much worried about losing, even though that's the ultimate goal, but you're worried about getting more control over it. And right. so, so that's why I like the word management better. And it's not totally altruistic because whenever I run Facebook ads for weight loss products, it gets banned immediately. Right. If you, for example, and I'll give you another silly thing that Facebook does. By the way, I don't know if anybody from Facebook is listening, but because uh, <laughs> you can never talk to anybody there. That's impossible. Huh. I've, never, never, I've never, never tried. If, you, really if you have an ad account with Facebook, you know the pain of trying to get something fixed. Uh, it, it just doesn't happen. And there's no way to talk to anyone. It, it really is. It's, it's a crazy thing. So if, if, hmm. if you're from Facebook out there, hey, reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> so what Facebook will also do as I can say, weight management, which, again, is more acceptable. They wouldn't flag that. But if I have a picture of a scale with somebody on it, they flag that because I'm promoting an ideal weight. Wow. Or if I have a picture of somebody, for example, like for weight loss, a lot of times products will promote somebody who's fit and thin. You know? Um, So if I put a picture of, like, let's say – you know, a twenty-five-year-old guy who's built and has six-pack abs and say yeah, weight loss product. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get a picture of you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> and and if I put that up, they will ban that because they say uh, you're portraying an ideal body image. Yeah. So they'll flag that one too. So so the frustration with this is to, to get things out here for for weight loss or weight management. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's they're they're very picky about it, and and a lot of things get flagged because of that.
0: So Stop touchy- it. Yeah. Touchy feely. Yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. I know. And again, you can never talk to anybody. So somebody from Facebook if you if you are on the inside, I'd love to hear from you. So again, let's talk about weight management. Yeah. I'm off on my Facebook rant. Um so here's some statistics from the CDC. Uh the last the last um obesity ranking they gave was from 2018 because I'm sure it takes a while to to compile data. The obesity in the United States, obesity rate was 42.4% in the United States in 2018. Mm. From 99 to 2018, the prevalence of obesity increased from 30.5 to 42.4, and the prevalence of severe obesity increased from 4.7 to 9.2. Oh my god! That's in 10 years.
0: That's all in Michigan.
1: I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, well. It could be a lot of it, a lot of it missing. Now I know a lot of these things that I'm going to say to listeners out there. You, you probably know this, but but I want to say these things just because these are important things to know, and and they are facts. And sometimes we kind of ignore things we just don't want to hear. Mm. Sometimes, mm-hmm. and uh, it it just it you know. Some, So obesity-related conditions, including heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, and certain types of cancer that are are some of the leading causes of preventable premature death. And again, these are things that you have control over in some ways. The estimated annual medical cost of obesity in the United States was $147 billion in 2008. So that was, again, we're talking over 10 years ago. Right. That statistic. So it's, it has to be higher. The medical cost for people who have obesity was $1,429 higher than those of normal weight per year. Wow. And Americans average 1.4 diets per year. 1.4 diets. 1.4 diets. So I don't know how that was broken down. I'm sure it's a total number. Okay. And yes. uh,
0: My head kind of cocked to the side. It uh, said 1.4 diets.
1: 1.4 diets.
0: Uh, okay. Oh, good for you.
1: So the point being is that there there's a lot of statistics there, and I don't have to, you know, you only have to watch TV or, or the news. or I mean, just be aware of when you're out and about that, mm-hmm. that you know, weight is a big problem, especially in the United States.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we are, and again, I don't want to get on a soapbox for an hour, but- um, the United States has made it so convenient to eat that that again, controlling your weight is a very challenging thing. Sometimes
0: it's a commitment. It really it is. is. It is. It's, a, it's an absolute commitment. Mm-hmm. You have to stay engaged in the process. You really do.
1: And and the and here's the thing. And we're going to get into specifics here as we move forward. But you you. <sighs> you have to be consistent you you have to look at this as a lifestyle change forever not just something you're going to do for a week right and and i'm i'm going to skip ahead just a little bit and just speak about diets for a moment because even just the term diet is kind of i'd like to say that it's 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 a it gives you a false sense of what you're trying to accomplish right because just the term insinuates you're starting something and if you're starting something at some point there's an end date mm-hmm. so if you go on a diet your first thought is okay how long am i going to be on this diet right rather than saying this is not a diet this is a change in my life right so so that's i don't like the term diet i don't like that there are hundreds of, in fact i'll give you a couple of facts there are hundreds of diet plans out there promoted online mm-hmm. hundreds like <laughs> atkins keto yeah. i mean i i could name you probably know them everyone.
0: intermittent fasting you yes know, t-
1: t- 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 everything t- t- take your pick yeah. um and again, the term diet indicates a start and an end date, meaning at some point you're going to be off that diet. So do you go right back to what you were doing before? So so I think the diet thing is is it, it's a, for, for lack of a better term, it's kind of like fix something quick mm-hmm. idea that rarely works.
0: Oh, because, that's right. Because, De- Dexatrim. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah it's a,
0: Can I try it really quick? <laughs>
1: So, so I'm going to get into specifics here on changes that you can make that aren't diet-related. They're not food-related. This is a change in thinking that's going to enable you to make a change in behavior. So let me ask you some questions first. And, and we, we want to figure out here, what are your triggers? What causes you to overeat? Um, what are the reasons? And, and that way, we can make changes to think differently. So here's some questions to find out if you're a compulsive eater, because a lot of times uh, it's just like any other habit. Sometimes I'll, yeah, I'll find myself in front of the fridge looking for food and I'm like,
0: what am I doing? I just had
1: dinner 10 minutes ago, you know, (laughs) it's, yeah. (laughs) What the the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I I don't know. It's crazy. So are you a compulsive eater? Do you crave food at certain times of day or night, not connected to mealtimes?
0: That's a day. That's so dangerous. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you have feelings of guilt or remorse after overeating? <laughs> Do you often eat out of boredom? <laughs> the past four months have uh, really <laughs> yeah, Well, uh, that could be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go on food binges for no apparent reason? Do you eat to manage worries and anxieties? Have you ever received medical treatment for being overweight? Now, when I say medical treatment, probably like medications for either diabetes, right. a, a cholesterol medication probably could fall into that. Um, <laughs> something like that. Uh, do you eat sensibly in front of others and overeat when you're alone? So I, I do have to make a quick confession. When my typically my wife goes to bed before me, and then my son's upstairs doing his thing. Right. That's my time to sit and watch catch up on my shows that I watch. Fair, and it's easy for me to, you know.
0: Grab a bag I, of chips. I, and
1: I, <laughs> I had these. I had these ice these these like Oreo ice cream sandwiches, and I just ate three of them oh. during one show. Oops! I'm like, oh, that was good. I'll go get another one. Oh, that was good. I'll go get another right, one. Right? Because I'm I'm alone. Nobody's not that I would not that I would be whipped or anything. But
0: my Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. If, I, if you're confessing, I might as well yeah, confess yeah, as please. well. But uh, my Achilles heel, I could sit there and watch a television show or a movie and Twizzlers. Oh, that yep. is just yep. Uh, you you've seen me eat twizzlers here i do in the studio. Yep. we always have twizzlers here on the on the drink cart as my that is my huge achilles heel <laughs> so I, I can just it's not out of boredom it's right. just out of yeah, I, just habit I, I like them yeah boy that escalated quickly <laughs>
1: <laughs> so in in the last question is is your weight affecting the way you live and and, and that's a tough question because only you know that mm-hmm. um a lot of people can make judgments from the outside, but, but only, you know, if it's affecting the way you live. So there are a lot of triggers for eating, and I'm just going to go through a list of quick ones because these are things that, that in general, most people find themselves eating. Um, you know, typically if, if you're on a coffee break or just taking a break, you want to eat something. Uh, sometimes when you drink, uh, when you're at the movies, that's a big one. Because of course you're, you're captive for two hours. Why not? You want out of a bucket of food in your lap
0: did it did i tell you i enjoy twizzlers yes there? oh yes and, and,
1: and i was thinking the movie thing when you said that while watching tv that that's where i that's where i fall in uh you know after your grocery shop especially if you grocery shop when you're hungry before going to bed right when alone when depressed i, I mean all of these things could could cause like, all of these things could be triggers for you to eat so let me let me give you some surprising facts about food do you know that dinner plates that are made now, manufactured, are larger than they were 50 years ago?
0: I believe that. Mm-hmm. I totally believe that. And
1: and it's it specifically reflects the increase in food intake that gluttony. we've experienced over 50 years. Would gluttony be a good
0: uh, word for that?
1: Yeah, gluttony would be a good word. All right. Um, typical calories in a fast food meal are between 900 and 1,200 calories. Yes, they are more than two-thirds of your daily recommended calories in most cases. Mm-hmm. So one fast food meal, and you might be able to knock out another 200 calories before you're at your limit?
0: Yeah. You get one one Rice Krispie. That's yeah, all you right, get. <laughs> right. so, so,
1: and I know people know, I know instinctually, or maybe maybe they know this as far as like, oh, yeah, I know that. It, it, but, but I'm just trying to get the, the idea across here that, that for lack of a better term, society yeah set you up to fail it it's really it it really has
0: And you said it earlier the, it's easy to get food yes quickly
1: and especially here
0: you know mm, burger mm-hmm.
1: yeah mhm it's easy to get food here and it's easy to eat w- when you're on the run or on the go and again we we've our society's set up for that. So I'm not going to go through – this is how many calories you need per day, and and I'm not going to go through every age group, but but it breaks down. I'll do the averages. For females between 19 and 51-ish, you should be – if you're sedentary, which means you don't do any exercise at all, you should be getting right around 1,900 calories a day. Okay. Okay? And we go back to this fast food meal. It's 1,200. Right. So you're left with 700 for – the rest of the day
0: and then the topic comes up of okay what's constituting that 1900 calories what are you eating to get right. to that number
1: yes because you could get there really fast eating you know junk yeah yeah right? a bucket of junk right, right. or and and, <laughs> and and again i know people this is common sense yeah you can sit and eat a bag of carrots yeah it's gonna be a lot less calories it's a lot more food mm-hmm. but that that's the whole mindset thing that gotcha. oh, well definitely cookies taste better than carrots
0: you know what? Million dollar idea. Cookies. Carrot, carrot flavored cookies. Well, trying, there are well carrot cake. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> what in blazes are you talking about? <laughs> it's just.
1: So for men between 19 and 51 ish, on average, you should be right around 2200 calories per day. And it's a little different between men and women and and actually those calories increase a little bit when you're active cuz cuz that's again these these calorie amounts are when you're not exercising at all when you start being moderately active or more active you can add as much as 4 to 800 calories a day right so that definitely will help you to be more active mm-hmm. of course and and those are those are just some facts about food and and here's the thing any fast food meal you get is going to be enough calories for two meals just think of it that way when you go out to a restaurant, even a sit-down restaurant,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're getting enough food for at minimum two meals, sometimes three. The, 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 the portion amounts are, they're just over, they're, they're overdone. Yeah, they're, That's a lot. So, so you have to be aware of that. And, and that's some of the things that we change when we start talking about hypnosis for weight management is changing those thoughts, changing the expectation. Because a lot of us have been raised... Um, Not so much from my parents, but my grandpa, he was a, oh boy, he was a real dick about eating. Mm. Like you finish what's on your plate, you finish every
0: little bit Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter what was on there. My father would always say, you'd eat every carrot and pee on your plate. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I get it. it. (laughs) Uh. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, lady.
1: Uh, So – those are things that have just been we've been programmed to accept these things and and this is what we're trying to do with hypnosis for weight management is, is counteract all of these programs that we that we've been given for the, your lifetime okay. so here's some here's some things and when I get to the end of this list I'm going to give you uh, information on how to get my hypnosis for weight management mp3 program it's on my website it's in the store there and i will talk about that in a moment but i'm going to give you some of the suggestions that i use in that once you get into the hypnotic state once we go through the induction process where you're relaxed and you're open to suggestions these are some of the suggestions i give it has nothing to do with what you eat it has nothing to do with the amount hmm. and this may sound counterintuitive because people would be like well what does it do then Just changing simple habits and and these, when I read these, you're going to be like, what is that going to do? Okay. But but just think about it. Just changing these simple habits is going to make you more mindful and aware of what you're doing. And I think that's the problem. A lot of times we eat and we don't think. I mean, it's mindless eating. Yeah. Yeah. It is. What happened? Yeah. So the suggestions I give in this program are, one, you will eat only at the dinner table. Hmm. Just that one. Think about that. If the only place you ever ate was your dinner table, how much how much would that change your your pattern of eating?
0: A lot, actually. yeah, right. You're not in front of the television, right? You're not you in know. front of
1: the TV. You're, You're not in your vehicle. right? Even if you get even if you get takeout or or, or fast
0: food and take it home, Right, and sit at the table. And a lot of folks that are working from home right now, mm-hmm. right? They 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 go they they go to the kitchen, they make their lunch or their their breakfast, and where do they go? They go back to their desk yes. where they're working. Yes. And they do that for a snack. Yeah. So
1: and they'll I eat totally while they're doing, it. and that could go on for hours. You know. Totally get that. When you're eating at the table, and again, this so so picture a Thanksgiving feast everybody's at the table everybody has their place but all the food is in is in bowls and dishes and Mm -hmm. platters all over the table so it's easy just to just to reach out and just oh more that more that more of this don't bring those things to the table you make a plate of food you take your plate of food to the table and leave the other food where it whether it's on the stove whether it's on the counter and this sounds stupid but you're less likely to go back and get it from there than you would be if it were on the table in front of you.
0: That's fair enough. That's... It, it, it,
1: and again, it's this, these are simple things. I'm not trying to, to insult anyone, but but these are the things, that if you change your thinking on this, these these will make a difference. <laughs> so bring only your plate of food to the table and not the full servings or the bowls that they're in. Again, a simple one. Every time you take a bite of food, you put your utensil down. Just put it down. Wow. And don't touch it
0: i I would actually have to really practice at that personally. Yes. That is something that I there's not I've, I've always right. I, a spoon or a fork is always in my hand. Well sure
1: because when you're eating you don't you don't have to pick it up every time. I mean uh, right? I mean, yeah. I, I and and I, I and honestly I can I can admit I I'm t- typically a fast eater. Uh-huh.
0: Um <laughs> No, I
1: I typically eat fast and that just comes from shoot 18 years ago having a kid mm. that you don't know when you're going to be able to eat, so right. you eat as fast as you can, and that habit I don't think has ever left me. Hmm. But put your utensil down after each bite.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, you'll chew your food for 20 seconds. Every bite you take, you count 20 seconds. Hmm. This is a big one. Um, you're not in front of the TV. We we brought that up. You'll have a structured daily schedule of when meal times are. Again, that helps, too, because if you... And, and this is typical for me. I can go the whole day, not eat. When I leave work, if I have clients, typically till 9 p.m. So when So By the time I leave at 9.15, 9.20, I'll eat anything. Right. I'm so hungry at that point. I will just eat the worst thing in the world, just because I'm so hungry. Right. Rather than making sure I time out, okay, I make sure I have lunch at 3 so that I'm not totally famished by 9. Sure. Yeah. And this one is the big one. Uh, well they're all big ones but if you put these together you can see what a difference this weight will make with your awareness recognize the difference between satisfied and full
0: I was actually thinking that was going to be one of them because Mm -hmm. there have been times where I would sit there and I would just eat until I was stuffed
1: one again I go back to
0: and I I was already full but then I could barely move well
1: you go back to Thanksgiving example which is typically when we overeat holidays right and and you eat it's, it's the whole joke where yeah you just Go and you sit down on, on the couch and undo your pants so you right, can breathe right. and,
0: and let the tryptophan just yeah let take the tryptophan kick yeah, in. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but but there there is a point where you're going to be satisfied well before you're full, and and that's the part that you have to kind of figure out and and have that awareness mm-hmm. because sometimes again if if we're if we're eating fast and we're just putting stuff on our plate from the bowl and on the table mm-hmm. and we're we're not thinking about what we're doing and we're not and we're eating quickly and we're chewing quickly you you miss that that point you pass it without knowing it
0: mm-hmm. and now you're full right
1: if you slow everything down you're going to be aware of when you're satisfied and that's when you stop eating right so i know this is a half hour episode folks and we're close to the end here but these are the things that i want you to to think about mm-hmm. definitely i i want you to go to my website if you, if you want to get my mp3 for for um weight management and again I want to call it management cuz that's what we're doing and what we do with this is when we make these subconscious changes this isn't just for a week once you make these changes and embed them then this is just the way you'll eat the rest of your life and that's the whole point if if you if you just take out sweets or, or do all the work to to I, i'm not saying exercise is bad you should do that but if you, it's so much work to keep the, the the criteria of all these diets, per se. Right. Really, just change the way you do it now. Don't worry about what it is. <laughs> worry about how you do it. So, again, you can find this on my website. If you go to my website, MotorCityHitmentist.com, go to the shop, and there you will find all my MP3 recordings, and there's one there for weight management. Definitely take a look at that. Download it. Um, um yeah, and, and start using it. And I recommend using it for at least at least daily for the next 30 days. And, and you will see changes in your subconscious thinking, which you're going to notice in your behaviors. So again, I want to thank everybody. We are out of time and we are headed out here on the next episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. We're going to have a special guest talking about career counseling. Now, this is this may be come into play as a lot of people are changing jobs right now because of this whole COVID thing. And um, they need help, you know, firing up a resume and wondering how to look and where to look. I have a perfect person for you. He's a career counselor, works at a college, and also works as a, as a uh, therapist with me at my office. So be here for that episode next week. Change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I will see you next time.